What's up, what's up, what's up? Y'all probably tired of hearing from me. Y'all tired of me yet? Y'all tired? I hope all is well. How you doing? I'm gonna get a drink of my Pepsi while you answer that question for yourself. I'm happy to hear that a lot of you... Ooh, that was some good Pepsi. A lot of you say that those like pauses in the episode really helps you. I'm glad that it does. And it's something that I started doing on the fly because I I pay attention to how like I listen to all the podcasts obviously and it's not a real interaction. Like I'm not sitting with you having this conversation. You're listening to me talk. And I want it to be interactive. Like I want it to be one of those podcasts that when you listen you're like, oh my God nah talk your shit. Say what you got to say, Shay. Like, I want it to be one of those. So I give you an opportunity to kind of feel like you're in the room with me um, while I'm recording. Although, you're probably in your car, at the crib, doing whatever you do. Um, and I'm just here talking to you. I hope you were able to dive in to all of last month's episodes. Um, and more importantly, hear from Shay, who has been somewhat out of touch y'all heard her episode y'all heard what she had to say i hope you were able to enjoy jojo i know that wasn't the typical episode and obviously he's 10 but he wanted an opportunity and who am i to tell him no um i'm never gonna deprive anyone of a of an opportunity and i will say for it being his first time and for him being 10 he he did very good um after we recorded that episode um he did get a little emotional and he was just like thank you um I hope I didn't mess up your podcast because I'm so young and I and I'm sharing that with you guys because kids pay attention regardless of if you think they're not paying attention or however you want to look at it they pay attention and for him to be like okay like when you're recording, we don't bother you. When you're working on your content, we don't bother you. But we, we're hearing everyone talk about this content that, you, that you're making. How can I be a part of it? And a lot of times, us as adults are like, you're a child, stay in a child's place. And I wanted him to know, one, you have a voice that you can use and you should be using. And I'm going to allow you to come on my platform and use it. But obviously, I had my dealings with, with an absentee parent. Other people have had theirs. Some of you have shared that with me. But I want you to understand, here is a child who's going through this right now. And it's not like any of us aren't going through dealing with an absentee parent right now. But, like, he's 10. And the things that he said, and for some of you, it probably was very vague because you don't have that relationship with JoJo. But to be an adult who's actively, you know, supporting him and being an active part of his village, to hear him say the things that he said, one, showed me that he's just seeing a lot of his father's behavior and he's capable of understanding what's happening and he's capable of forming an opinion on it so I wanted you guys to hear that for yourself and I wanted to make sure that he had an opportunity to be heard and to try something new he y'all heard him say he was going to come out with his own podcast called Exposement (laughs) he said it and he hasn't mentioned it again but um if he's anything like I think I know him to be he's going to come back with some propositions and be here to to support him that is not the last time that you will hear from him um but yeah so we're about to move right along into this episode 
And this is a help a sister out episode, but we not helping a sister out. We helping a brother out. And I love that. So let me tell you the backstory of how we came across this individual in their situation. So this is a, I want to say this is a long-term friend. This is someone that I've like, we've known of each other for a long time. We're often in some of the same rooms when it comes to our career. And he's like, he sees me at Grill 2 the Sunday that we're celebrating my birthday. So like the week after my birthday. And he's like, yo, I've been listening to the podcast. Like I'm, I'm like up to date now. He's the type of person who sits down and like binge, he binges episodes. So he's like, I like, I'm up to date. So now I can get myself in a routine of listening and tuning in every Monday or every week. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, it, it makes me smile when people tell me that they're listening and that they're tuning in. And not just saying like, oh, I tuned in, but actually being able to be like, yo, the episode about blah, 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 blah had me shook. And I love that. So we're, you know, we're talking about it. And he's like, your new segment is everything. One day, I'm going to have to like, give you, give you what I'm going through. So I'm like, well, you know, talk to me. What's going Tell me what's going on. Now, when I met Christian, that is his name in this episode. When I met Christian, he was in a seven-year relationship and that was he was in that relationship for seven years I want to say that was 2017 um his high school sweetheart like that's that's his dog his homie like we just knew he was gonna marry this woman and he told me that they broke up the summer of 2021 which if y'all remember my summer of 2021 it's a wild ass time so that's I don't want to say it's a good thing that they broke up then because it's not or maybe it is I don't know he didn't go into details about it that very moment so um in that moment of us talking I'm like oh that's that's when y'all broke up like that's when we was outside and he was just like yeah and now I have a sneaky link and I'm like bro what like we need lunch and we sit down and talk and he knew that I was dating someone so he knows he knew of me dating that nigga if you listen to this podcast enough you know who that nigga is so he knew that we were dating this particular day I grew to, I was drunk as fuck, and there was an individual who I was leaning on their shoulder, and he texted me and was like, that's you? And I was like, nah, 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 like, I'm single, I can do whatever I want. And he was like, wait a minute, we really need to sit down, because when did you and that nigga break up? And I was just like, we gonna get there, we gonna get there. <laughs> so, like we said, we scheduled lunch, and I came with my notebook, and I was like, I know this is lunch to catch up, but... You're also about to give me the tea on what you said you wanted to talk about with the podcast. And he's like, all right, perfect. Like, I'm down. So lunch turned into him telling me his story. And it's not so much necessarily as, like, he needs advice. But it's so much of, like, is this normal? Am I doing something wrong? Did I fuck up the sneaky link code? like I love this for you to be shout out to Christian like you're the first man to open up about what you're going through um and I think for me this is the first man that has that I've talked to about like having a sneaky link and they felt the way that they're feeling normally it's the girls so we're about to get up in this so like I said Christian was dating we're gonna call her Natalie for seven and a half well more than seven almost ten years they had like they had barely made 10 years when they broke up and that's what he's telling me um they had a great relationship um 
they went through a lot of changes and difficulties like everyone did with COVID and in 2021 they were like we oh damn it's actually more than 10 years it's like 11 almost hit 12 anyways y'all they realized like during COVID like they each individually needed to do some more maturing more things of their career and they needed a break and he is not the type of person that does breaks it's like we're either together or we're not he didn't want to have to go through the difficulties of like okay well I I stepped out of our relationship while we were on a break and I cheated and blah 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 so he was just like I told her we gonna dub this shit like it's over with between us if you need something from me you know you always got my support I'm always a, a shoulder for you to cry on um do what you have to do and he said the first few months of their breakup he was really like down in the dumps a few months after he ran into his ex at the grocery store and she was doing her normal like hey how are you um you know things that you do when you have an ex that you actually care about and she was just inquiring about his life and like his mental health and everything and he was, you know, being honest with her. He was saying, you know, I'm having a tough time like dealing with the fact that we are no longer together. We're no longer living to each other. I have to adjust to living by myself. They had lived together from the time they turned 18 up until their relationship. And this is the first time he moved out of his parents' house and like into an apartment with her. So he's trying to figure out like living on his own. He's not adjusting well. He's also got his career that he's trying to figure out um, post-COVID. So he just like, it's just a lot of adjusting. And she was like, well, you know, go see a therapist. And not a therapist to just navigate you through this breakup, but, like, to help you navigate your life in general. And he told her, like, you know, I'm having a tough time. I don't think I could ever love someone the way I loved you. And blah, 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 blah. And in that very moment, he realized that Natalie had kind of moved on. Like, the advice that she gave him was, like, you need to figure out, like, without saying it, like, you need to find a therapist and move on um, because I've already done the work. And that made him hurt even more, which I can honestly fucking relate to that. He was just like, that made him sad. He ended up going to get a therapist, going through and navigating the breakup. And a year later, he finds himself with his sneaky link, Jessica. (laughs) Y'all, I'm laughing because the situation is funny. It's not funny, haha, but it's just like, woo. (laughs) So he's going through the motions and... You know, a year later, he's like, I think I'm ready to date. His therapist sets him up with some, you know, some tips to help him get through dating and everything. And he moves forward with him. He told Jessica everything that he needed to tell her. He was very, very, very upfront. I'm not going to share the things that he shared with me that he said to Jessica. But, you know, letting her know, like, what I will share is, like, I, I need to have sex. And at this point, I'm I'm open to a friends with benefit, sneaky link type of thing. If you're not capable of being in a relationship, but I really just like I need to I need to I need to bust a nut. <laughs> and Jessica was like, I'm here for that. Like, I will help you bust your nut. And like they proceeded, they didn't like jump right into bed, but he dated her, he courted her. But it was somewhat, like, weird because there were different boundaries that were in place than what the normal boundaries would be when you're dating and courting someone. So it was like, I won't get too personal with you. I won't share too much of my life with you because I don't want you to catch feelings and I don't want to catch feelings. That was their mutual agreement. Um, And that moved on. So about a month and a half of courting and dating and getting to know each other and doing the... um, 
and doing STD tests and things like that, they decided to have sex. And it was great sex. And a few weeks into them changing the tone of their relationship, he realized that his job was sending him away. And Jessica had gone through the motions of being removed from her normal environment and having to move somewhere by herself for work. So she was like, look, like, do what you got to do. I've gone, th- I've been through that. Like, I know what it feels like. So if you need anything, if you need some tips on how to cope, like, I got you. I'm going to help you out. Um, I'm here. And he was just like, all right, cool. Now, y'all, this is May of 2022. And he moves. And, you know, she was very supportive. Obviously, they were no longer having sex because they were no longer in the same city. He moved from Connecticut to North Carolina. And she was just like, well, you know what? I got somewhere to go when I need to run and hide from the world. And blah, 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 blah. And, like, you know, just kind of making him feel good and, like, supporting his decision. But also letting it be known, like, I can easily get to you. And he was like, all right. Like, he welcomed that. She came to visit him. They, you know, they did the do. And he's like showed her some of the places that he found, and he like they showing her the town, like almost like as if he was showing his girlfriend the town. And um, they end up that first night that she was there, like I said, they did the do, and then they had a really like heart, real heart to heart with each other. Like this is the first time they're ever having a heart to heart. And uh, Jessica started that conversation, and they both pretty much tapped in with each other. And in the morning he kind of like felt weird about it he was like hey like we need to talk I know back when we started this we said that we weren't going to um get that personal with each other because we didn't want feelings involved but we did and like it feels a little weird to me this is the first time I'm letting someone new in in a very 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 long time and I don't want to accidentally catch feelings for you and Jessica was like I hear you I feel the same way um what are we gonna do and she's like I kind of don't want this type of relationship to stop but I do understand that um you're not probably you're probably not in the place to be in a relationship with me and he was like I'm working on it like I'm I'm still working on me you let me know you know over the next few months few weeks whatever it is like if there's something that I need to work on to be a better man for you because I'm doing the work for me um but I do want to include you in that and Jessica was just like, okay, let's do it. And I know you guys are probably thinking right now, like, this episode, we're, we're already 15 minutes in, and this seems to be super simple of a situation. But y'all, this is May. May of 2022. A lot has happened for them from now, from then into now. Um, so they go on the next couple weeks, and he comes home for his mother's birthday, he, you know, lives it up with his family, and then he, like, obviously, like, he doesn't live here anymore, so he either stays with his family, or he stays at Jessica's house. So he stayed at Jessica's house. Um, while he was there, she accidentally introduced him to her friends, and he was like, alright, like, this will be doing now, like, this is a whole new, this is a whole new situation, like, you introducing me to your friends, as your friend, and when you do that, you kind of have this, like, level of like uncertainty on your face so like do you want to be my friend do you want to be my girlfriend like talk to me let me know where you're at and they had really gotten in the groove of like being very open with each other's feelings and 
communicating these types of things to each other. So Jessica was like, yo, like, I really do want you to, I, I want you to be my man, but you're not here. And I'm not doing no long distance relationship. And he's like, okay, so like, clear the air for me. Like, when I'm gone, are you fucking somebody else? And she was pretty much like, nah, like, I'm just fucking you. But like, I do have those times where I do want to fuck somebody. And she was pretty much truthful and was like, well, I'm not fucking nobody because I don't know nobody to fuck out there. But if I did have somebody, like, if it was people from around here, I would be comfortable. So she's like, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, all right, like, you don't want to do the long distance relationship thing. But so I'm gonna just ask that if you do fuck somebody you just like you wrap it up and like you're honest with me about it and they agreed some time went on and jessica had finally fucked somebody else and the bitch felt guilty y'all she felt guilty she called him on his on her way home and told him everything she was crying she was like i don't know why i'm crying but i I feel like i cheated on you i really want to protect this bond that we have but neither of us are in a place where we could be in a relationship with each other and that made him ask the question of like do you feel like you could be in a relationship with anybody else and she was just like yeah like I'm ready and healed enough to be in a relationship but are you and he was just like nah like nah I trust you I fuck with you and everything but like nah I'm not ready so Jessica was just like alright so then like I'm not gonna force you to be ready I'm gonna wait for you and he was like alright cool so they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting and um the, Jessica starts making more trips to be out in North Carolina and he is just pretty much you know setting his getting his like footing correct with his career in North Carolina and she's very supportive of it his birthday comes along and she pretty much lets him know what's up like I'm about to who's texting me right now my mom anyway so she his birthday comes along and you know she's acting like she's not gonna be available like she's not gonna um like come down there and he's just like okay cool like he was sad and she popped up on him y'all she popped up to his crib balloons she had a whole weekend plan like she went out to prove to this nigga that she cared about his birthday and it caught him off guard because it was like, this. these aren't the boundaries that we set for each other. We're not supposed to be doing stuff like this. I appreciate it, but like, this, this makes things weird. And Jessica was like, no, 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 no. We're celebrating you this weekend. You, you've accomplished a lot. You've moved out here. You're by yourself. I didn't want you to spend your birthday alone. Your friends aren't capable of coming out here. Your vacation is not until another month. I needed to do something, and I did something with some intention behind it. So, boom, here we are. He had an amazing weekend. They had plenty of sex. And when she goes to get on her flight to come back home, this nigga is at the airport in his fucking feelings. He in his feelings for the kid. Podcast. Let's 
his mind is racing because he should not be having feelings for this girl. He got to figure out what to do. So he phoned a friend. He called his homeboy Bobby. And Bobby's like, you know, if you like her, you like, you got to make that move. But if you're not ready, you also got to let her know that. Like, either way, you have to let her know what you're feeling right now. And he's like, I don't know her. I don't know nobody. Like, this is Bobby talking to Christian. Bobby's like, I don't know her. You really got to figure it out, like... Let's talk to one of our homegirls. So they call their homegirl Lydia. So Lydia, like, yeah, bro, like, you just gotta be honest with her and let her know that you be thinking about her, you be craving her, you be missing her, blah, 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 blah. But, like, reiterate that you're not ready to take that step. And then Lydia was like, but nigga, why you not ready to take that next step? Like, it's a year after you broke up with your shorty. We know that was a very long term relationship for you, but, like, you can't just have Jessica here and you stringing her along and you expecting her to wait, but, like, how long do you expect her? She got a whole life, her whole life ahead of her. You could be blocking her blessing. All that was said, and he's like, all right, I'm going to go have that conversation with her. Thank y'all. When Jessica touched down, she calls him. She's like, hey, I'm letting you know I make it home. And he's like, yo, I miss you so much. Like, I low-key just want you to come back right now. And Jessica was like, well, I got a three-day work week. I could probably make it happen. And he was like, if you can make it happen, I'll pay for the flight. So she's like, I bet. He's like, let me know when you make it home because I do want to talk to you about something more serious. So she's like, let me get my luggage and I'm going to call you on the drive. And he's like, all right, cool. So while she's driving home, they on the phone, they chopping it up. And he's pretty much telling her, like, I was sad to see you get on that plane. Like, I didn't want you to leave me. And she was like, you really in your feelings right now, buddy, for somebody who's saying they're not supposed to be in their feelings and shit. And he was just like, well, what you expect me to do? Like, you, you really show me that you care for me and, like, you know, I like you, but I don't know if I'm in a place where I could actually date you and it not be a toxic relationship because of how I'm feeling about things and my uncertainties about things. And she let go into details, and they do. From that conversation, she tells him, you know what, I think this is a conversation that we should probably have in person, so I'll see what I can do. I do have a three-day work week, so I'm just going to see if I could finesse coming out there like if I'm not missing nothing here then I'll just come back out and he's like reiterating yes let me know if you could come I told you I paid for the flight I want you back here lo and behold she goes through her work week and she flies back out there afterwards and they have a conversation in person and he's like I want you to be my girlfriend but like I don't know if I could be a boyfriend because of He's not missing his ex. He's just a little uneasy about what the fuck's going on. So Jessica was like, I'm going to wait. Like, I'm adamant that I'm going to wait. You're not asking me to wait. I'm telling you that I'm going to wait. So we're going to go do this. Now, y'all, I know you're probably like, well, how long is she willing to wait? I'm here to let you know that as of right now, she's still waiting. <laughs> she is still waiting. She has taken him on vacation that she has paid for he has taken her on vacation that he has paid for they're pretty much in a full fucking blown relationship so when i was talking to christian i'm like so what you gonna do with this situation with jessica like you you're sharing all this with me you're still sharing with me in present time that like you're not ready to be her nigga but you're not telling me what you're doing to prepare to be that and he was like well when i ask her what she need from me and where she feel like i'm not ready at she don't got nothing to say but I know where I'm not ready so I'm like okay like what he didn't share with me why he wasn't ready and 
I respectfully think I'm the wrong person. Like, I don't think that he should tell me that because I'm not the best person when it comes to this type of stuff. But I was like, the things that you're saying, like, you're not ready for, is it because you're paranoid that the relationship is going to fail? And he was like, kind of. Like, I just feel like I probably shouldn't jump into dating. And I'm like, well, is your ex dating? And he was like, yo, I honestly don't know. So I was like, how would you feel if you found out that your ex was dating? And he was like, I think I would feel some type of way because, like, how long, how long have you been dating this person? Like, if he finds out that he's, like, his ex was dating somebody longer than he'd been fucking it, fucking it up with, that's good. He said he would be sad, but he, like, if she's found it in her heart to be able to move on, with, you know, with no issues on her behalf or her new relationship, then, like, good for her. But he said he kind of feels that way. So I'm like, can you say that you're not over your ex? And he's like, no, I'm very much so over her. But like, if we broke up in April of 2021 and she started dating somebody soon, like within the within the same year, that means she never gave a fuck about me and she was already probably seeing him. And I and I reassured him, like, that probably wasn't it. Y'all realized in the whole 2020 that y'all wasn't working out no more. She could have been, like, detached from you and just stayed there because she was just staying there. She was trying to make it work. Because we all know women really be trying to, like, talk themselves into staying in relationships and be like, yeah, nah, like, I'm, it's me, it's not him. And we, y- Y'all know how we get. Ladies, you know how we get. So I was like, if, that, if that's the case, you can't hold that against her. So after we had our conversation, and I'm pretty much telling him, like, you really got to do this relationship with Jessica for you if this is what you want. Like, if you feel like you would be heartbroken if when y'all stopped talking to each other, she went and talked to somebody else. Or if you would be devastated if you see somebody else giving her the word that she asked you for. Like, then you need, like, this is the woman that you need to take that chance with. And he was like, yo, but she never asked me for nothing. And like I say to a lot of my male friends who say shit like that. Just because a woman not asking you for nothing don't mean that you shouldn't give it to her. So he has confessed that he has feelings for his sneaky link. He showed me some text messages and pretty much like he be double texting. He be like, I want you to come back. He be paying for her to come there. There are times when she paid for her, like paid for the trips to North Carolina herself, but like. He be, he be like, I want you here this weekend. And she be making it work, y'all. Like, at the drop of a dime. So, he shared with me that he will be moving back to Connecticut um, permanently. Because his project there has now shifted to being back in Connecticut. So, he will be back in Connecticut. And I told him, now y'all chime in when you feel the need. I told him I think that he should, like, take the next step. Whatever that step made. Like, that in-between step of like where they're at right now and where they want to be like he should take that step to get there while he's in Connecticut but talk to her about it in the process of him transitioning back because that's going to look different for both of them now you're in each other's like face not necessarily in each other's face every day but like you're closer to him every day than like where they were before and as a woman I could I'm I'm not speaking for Jessica but I'm I'm gonna side with Jessica like me if I go if I'm used to seeing you on only on the weekends and only once a month or something like that and then it it now changes where I'm seeing you every fucking day I need to be able to transition into that 
and she's transitioned her life to be able to like okay I'm working Monday through Thursday Thursday after work I'm hopping on a flight and I'm gonna see him from the first to the fourth and then I'm gonna go back but I'm not gonna go back to North Carolina until the 20th the 29th and I'm gonna come back and I'm not gonna see him for a whole month like she has to transition into that as well so I told him that he should definitely take a chance on love and stop being in love with his sneaky link on the low and profess his love for her and I think he should do it what y'all think I also feel like maybe I shouldn't have told him that because I professed my love one time and it didn't go well I mean, it did go well for the time being, but it didn't finish. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all, the situation with that nigga. So, what y'all think he should do? Y'all think he should just move to Connecticut? And just pretty much keep the sneaky link situation going? Or should, she, should he warn her, like, I'm coming back and this is what I want to put in place? Or should he just, like, profess his love and be like, girl, you wouldn't be my girlfriend? What y'all think? What y'all think? What y'all think? What y'all think? Talk to me. DM, email, text, whatever you feel like you gotta do. I wanna say I appreciate when you guys listen to these. Like, I don't know why it happened this way, but it's like when we talk about certain things, certain topics and certain situations, y'all run to Instagram to respond. But with other things, y'all slide in the email for those of you who would love to email but don't have the email, the email is blackgirlt101 at gmail.com. Hit me up. Let me know what y'all think Christian should do. Should he continue his sneaky link situation when he moves back or should he take it to the next level? I'll be looking forward to see what you guys have to say.